Bienvenidos al podcast de Latino Founder Hour. Each week we invite you to spend an in-depth hour with us as we speak with a Latino startup founder from somewhere around the world. Aquí conocerás esas historias de éxito y fracasos, retos personales y lecciones aprendidas. And we have fun. We're live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Tune in at startupradionetwork.com. O en versión podcast después del show. Escucha. Listen. Aprende. Learn. Y emprende. Launch. Bienvenidos a Latino Founder Hour, una nueva edición de Startup Radio Network. Muchas gracias por acompañarnos este viernes primero de junio del 2018. Increíble que ya se nos fue casi medio año, pero bueno, aquí estamos saludándolos desde Portland, Oregon. Hoy queremos darle la bienvenida a una invitada muy especial. Estamos muy entusiasmados de conocer la historia de Tania Salcido, la fundadora, cofundadora de Latina Geeks. La, Tania, how are you doing? Good morning. Welcome to the show. Hi. Good morning from California. How are you? Uh, from sunny California. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful today. I'm really excited to be on the show. Well, Thanks for thank having you. Me. You know, we're pretty excited to, you know, to learn more about you and uh, and, and this uh, tremendous organization. We've been following you like like I told you earlier on Twitter and Instagram and I really want to uh, as a dad of two beautiful girls, uh, one in high school and now the other one um in third grade. I, I really want to you Aww. know learn more about the organization. How can we um, you know, get them, you know, foster the entrepreneurial the, the, their social skills mm -hmm. and preparing for for this uh, for this this new world in, in technology or whatever they want to do but technology is going to be uh, it's sure. already an integral part of uh, of their development so welcome to the show yeah, Tania. absolutely thank you thank yeah you for thanks again and thanks again for following latina geek Oh, absolutely. So, so, so tell us, <laughs> I, I mean, a little bit about you. I, I know you're from SoCal, uh, Orange County, yes. I, I think. But um, uh, yeah. are, are your parents uh, first generation, uh, second, you know, what's your background? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So my parents are both from Mexico, so I am first generation. Okay. And they, yeah, so they came to the States in the 50s. And around that time, you know, they experienced a lot of discrimination. Um, when they were in school, there's, you know, there's, they still had segregation. And so, if you know, fast forward a little bit to when I was born in Orange County, is initially they didn't teach me Spanish because, you know, because of all the discrimination they had experienced. You know, they at the time they didn't want me to have an accent, and so I grew up learning English. And of course, they would speak Spanish to each other, so I under understand Spanish and all of that. But you know, at the time, um, they faced a lot of difficulties, so they didn't want me to experience that. And so, yes, I've lived in Orange County all of my life. I've lived, I you know, the easiest way to describe it is I tell people that I live 20 minutes from Disneyland. Um, that's kind of an easier way. And for all the baseball lovers, I'm down the street from Angels Stadium. So an Angels fan, okay. Go, go Angels, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I live in Orange County. I've jumped around a bit. Um, I am in the city of Orange. I, um, I gosh, there's just so much to cover, I guess. But initially, when I first, um, when I first started college, I had a little bit of a late start because. Um, growing up for most of my you know, teenage um, life is that my father was ill. So my father had cancer and he, you know, he passed away when I was in high school. And so at the time, you know, with our culture, obviously I'm there to help my mom. So I was working two jobs uh, just outside of high school. And so I would enroll in college and you know, not really fill my classes and ended up withdrawing. And it was around the time uh, in 2007 when the internet really started to, you know, um, really call my attention. And so it's, uh, it's the year where I first got my first computer. And so at that time I was spending late nights and I would, um, I would study different websites at the time, like GeoCities was popular. Wow. I don't yeah, know if anyone remember. remembers yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah, so it was front page and it was GeoCities. And at the time, here I am, I'm still kind of working and trying to help my mom. And I ended up 
deciding that I wanted to focus on, at the time they were calling it multimedia, which is basically web development, it was animation and so forth. And so because I was teaching myself HTML at the time, um, that's really what I wanted to do. So I, I kind of got my act together, you know, I was still helping my mom because that was really important to me. And um, slowly I progressed through college and graduated and then went into a specific uh, program for graphic design. And so um, in order to get to the multimedia, I would have to um, complete a graphic design program, which focused on print. And, you know, I ended up loving it. And I was taking classes, uh, which this is a funny story because I was taking HTML classes in a community college but I remember distinctly that the professor told me, you know, this is nothing that you can never make a career out of this. Like this is only for fun. Oh, wow. Like and a so, hobby. Incredible. Yeah. It's just a hobby. And you know what? Like I, I guess I'm just stubborn or I just don't like people telling <laughs> me what I can't do. And I was like, I, I don't care what this guy says. And so I just, I kept pushing forward to, and again, like I said, I, I took um, all these classes on my own. I learned on my own, like basic HTML. And I, you know, completed my um, program and I started working. And so for most, most of my career, I have, you know, I've been in marketing for 15 years. And it's been 10 years that I've been focused on digital. And at one of the companies that I work with, that's where I, I, I began working with Lala. So Lala Castro is my co-founder and, um, you know, we had known each other through social media because, you know, back at that time, the, the Orange County kind of LA social media community was very small. <clears throat> so we followed each other we knew each other that way. We ended up working together at a small agency and we noticed that there was a gap. I mean, there were these tech kind of communities, but it wasn't a community that felt like it was for us. So for us, meaning, um, you know, obviously Latinas, um, strong women that are interested in technology, um, and then, it just, it, we, couldn't, we couldn't find it yeah, anywhere. Latinas that don't take no for an answer. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think there's a lot of us yeah. out there. We just couldn't find them online. And so we... Yeah, so we thought about it, and, and of course, uh, Lala and I joke because I've always told her that she's kind of a, a, a domain hoarder, and what I mean is for that because she owned her own e-commerce company early, in the very early days, and she was very techie herself, and you know she'd be out with her friends and then come up with an idea, and then go online and secure the domain. Oh wow! Okay. So very entrepreneurial thinking, and so. I came to her, I'm like, why don't we create something? And this was in 2012. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I said, you know, we need to create something for us because we can't, we can't find these ladies online. And I know they're there. Where are they? Because, you know, Latinas are very active on social media. We're connecting with their family and, and so forth. I know there has to be more of us, more, more ladies like us. And so she went through her list of domains. And, you know, she kind of rattled off a few, like, no, that doesn't feel right. No, that's not good. And then she had Latina Geeks. And so I was like, that's it. That's it right there. And so we secured the domain. We put up a website. And then initially Latina Geeks was focused more of as a resource, like an online news resource. Okay. Where we could share what we love about social media, about digital marketing, because that's both of our backgrounds and we wanted to be able to share that with more ladies and we're very business minded. So, you know, we can help other ladies start up their business or, you know, give them that the foundation of that, then we were all for it. And so that's, you know, that's the early days of Latina Geeks and yeah, but yeah, but this, this is I, and <clears throat> I just had a question because I I mean I I read you know I, obviously I look at the content the website but is it primarily in English or is that aimed also for the Spanish market just or just the uh, the second generation that's more um, English prone? 
It's it's more English prone, yes. So all of our content is in English, okay. and it's really to reach, I guess I would say, in a marketing sense, more of the U.S. Um, Hispanics. Okay. Because we yeah we tend to navigate navigate towards you know English, and so we have uh, because of um, contributors, but we've had writers on our team that help us, and this is all volunteer basis. And so um, I'll get, I'll fast forward a little bit to the workshops in a minute, but um, we've been able to, you know, thankfully have um, airtime on Univision and we've had multiple segments with the tech. And so it's just, it's really been a fantastic experience just to see how it grows and how it pivots. And, you know, um, we never could have guessed, you know, 2012 where it has led. And um, I'm trying to think. So, so you just started with a basic idea that, that this is why we, we, you know, we want to band together and see, you know, first of all, find more people like us. And then now it's just more, um, it has developed into this, um, you know, organizing resource for, for Latinas, mm-hmm. the Latina community in the U.S. Yeah. And so I guess I flash forward a little bit to the present day. And so we have first... Um, organized our on our hands-on workshops in the fall of 2017 and so what we really wanted to do is you know a couple of years ago we put it out there on social media like is anyone interested in coding workshops and we would get you know maybe a, a handful like a few here and there and so we thought okay well you know that's not enough interest for us to do anything and so over the years, um, luckily, we've had more organizations that have come out to help support Latinas and women of color. And so we're not so hidden anymore. And so in the fall of 2017, we partnered with a coding, um, like a coding company that teaches um, actual programs for coding. And we were able to launch our first hands-on workshops. And so we, we okay, we put a 50, 50 to uh, person cap on it okay we thought well if we have an instructor we can probably only manage 50 people and you know the person um, the coding company thought well if we get 10 ladies we're probably like that would be a success and so again going back to okay we know we can do more like I'm not gonna we're not gonna listen to this only we can only get 10 women and so we put it at 50 we launched the series and immediately within five hours we got 50 women that signed up. Oh, wow. And then That's we had a wait yeah. list. Yeah, we had a wait list of over 200 women. And oh so we gosh. thought, this That's is amazing. it. And we thought, okay, everyone's hungry for this. There's an actual need now. And it was just so exciting. And I mean, thinking about it now, I'm getting chills, like thinking back to it because it was just, it was such um, an inspirational moment, um, moment. And then, you know, we're just proud too, proud of our community. <laughs> And it's like, this is it. We're so excited. And so we launched it as a success. And then, um, you know, of course, like I said, this is all volunteers. So we're looking for sponsors for um, locations. We're looking for sponsors for um, food because yeah. we have breakfast, lunch, and networking. And so we put it out there on social media. We said, you know, if anyone can, anyone that knows we want to uh, sponsor a location, like, please let us know. And so through a mutual friend, one of our, our ladies that helps manage the San Diego events, her name is Anna, she had a contact, uh, someone from Microsoft. And that's where this whole program has shifted. And so his name is Sal Rosales, and he has been a tremendous help um, really building up our workshops. And so he offered, he kindly offered a space in, in San Diego, and we thought, this is awesome, yes. Of course, it's Microsoft. Like, <laughs> yeah. yes, we want to help partner with you. And so, and then, as you mentioned, you know, you're a proud father of girls, and so is he. And so that was really um, what pushed him to partner with us because he, what he said is that he wants it to be a place where um, uh, inspiring young girls into a tech-related field is kind of common right now we don't, you know, it's not common. And so he is on a mission as well for his own daughter and for all these young girls to push them towards STEM related uh, careers. Mm-hmm. And so he, 
he volunteered the space. He volunteered his time to help. And this is a four-hour workshop that he's um, volunteering. These are monthly events. Okay. And so, yeah. And, um, yeah, so he is helping us with the events. Um, and, you know, and so we've talked with other folks at Microsoft. And um, for them, it's an opportunity for recruiting. And Correct. so our yeah. workshops... And, bridge, helping, and also bridge the gap, you know, for the inclusivity, you know, the diversity and inclusion yeah, that everybody's talking about. But it's, it, you know, um, a, a lot of it sounds a, a lot like lip service. Uh, I hear, you know, yeah. we hear it in, in L.A., you, we hear in New York, we hear here in Portland about how we want more diversity and inclusion, but nobody wants to do anything. It's like you bring them to me like, no, no, hang on a second. <laughs> you know, you, you, you want to do this, but you really don't want to do the effort. You want somebody else to bring them to you. So I yeah, think that's where, we, exactly. where you guys are flourishing. Yes, absolutely. And so, and so for us, it's our classes are introduction, and Microsoft sees that as a way to connect with these young ladies that are seniors in college. Oh, okay. So that they can help recruit them and mentor them with, you know, the hopes of of hiring them. And so um, we've developed a, a working relationship with Microsoft and the partnership has grown. And, um, and so now we have taken, or we, we will take this nationwide. And so that is fantastic. Congratulations. This is recent news and we do have more news that we will plan to share um, very soon on Latina Geeks. But yeah, so we put it out on social media. How many ladies would like to see these hands-on workshops in their area? And we got San Francisco, we got New York, um, uh, Sacramento, San Francisco. And it's just, it's traveling all throughout, um, all throughout the U.S. And so we're excited to begin that um, later this year. And then we'll grow that um, next year. So we will go travel to San Francisco. I mean, for us, it's it's a little closer. Yeah. <laughs> so, We'll start there and uh, make our way across the U.S. with the help of Microsoft. So we're really, we're really very excited and very thankful. Well, that's exciting. Like yeah. And hopefully yeah, you can take it internationally. Really I mean, there's Latinas, you know, all the way to Patagonia. Yeah. It will be amazing to see exactly. a, a chapter in every, you know, one of the, in, in every single big city in the, uh, in the continent. And, you know, more companies yes, other than Microsoft, absolutely. kudos to Microsoft, by the way, um, joining your, your, your cause and, and having, look, you know, this is one of the ways to really, you know, support organizations that, that are, you know, grassroots and bring, bring us that diversity uh, and so we can fulfill our pledge. Yes, absolutely. We're just, we're really excited. And I mean, again, we never could have imagined that it would have gotten to this place. And but it's just it's like one thing, one great thing after another, and we're just we're very excited right now, and we're in, in the planning stages. And you know, you mentioned taking this internationally, and that is something on our radar as well. And so, like I said, we're going to have some really great Latina geeks news within the, the next month or so, and. That's fantastic. And you know yeah. what? I, actually, I saw that you guys were partnering in an event in San Francisco a couple of weeks ago uh, with yeah. one of our uh, former guests in the show with Andrea Wendelman from Be Visible. Uh, we mm -hmm. missed yeah, the show in, uh, because I was actually in L.A. that, that week. Otherwise, I, I definitely wanted to go and, oh, and check it out. But, yeah, we had Andrea that week in, on the show. And uh, she was, you know, t t telling us more, you know, number one about uh, her company, but about that upcoming event. So once I saw that, I'm like, wow, look at this coincidence. You know, we have, <laughs> you know, th th this is great that we're having the, the guests, you know, connected in some way. Yeah. And so we, like I mentioned, we were in San Diego. So we have a team in San Diego. And because of our team in, uh, in, San, in, um, in San Francisco, we were able to, um, you know, have a presence at that show. And unfortunately I wasn't able to make it. I mean, that would have been amazing to have gone and to have met everyone there. And so we do have also um, potentially will expand to New York. So we expect to have a team in New York as well. 
Well, that's great. And But hopefully we can help yeah. because we, I think we got, you know, we've had several people from the New York area, obviously Latinos oh. all and Latinas. So, you know, this oh. is a part of the role that we want to, you know, connect people and, and like our uh, slowness is make shit happen. You know, hopefully, you know, between all of us, <laughs> we, yeah, we, yeah, we, we make it. more amazing things, you know, and see all our, all of our companies grow. So yeah, I'll, I'll look into, you know, our context to see, you know, how can we connect? Obviously, you're already connected with Andrea uh, and it'll be phenomenal mm -hmm. to, to, to see Latina geeks in every single city. Uh, I, again, you know, uh, I think we can make it happen here in Portland and I'll be very interested mm -hmm. to also connect it so, so we can see um, this organization take, you know, plant roots here in the city, a city that's growing in, in the tech sector, but it's also lacking the diversity in many areas. And one oh. of them is... I see. Females and more specifically, female of color, or, or and mm -hmm. and our uh, demographic Latina. So we're we're very well underrepresented for a, a population that's actually growing in the state. Oh wow, that's interesting. I didn't know about that. I'll have to learn, look into that more about your area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, Maybe it's, you it's, can it's, it's, have a Latina. Geeks crew over there. That'd be phenomenal. And I think we, uh, you know, we can connect you with the right people, uh, local activists that are already in the tech sector and, you know, that they have all the contacts and more than that, you know, the will and the power to, to get this off the ground. That would be amazing. And so, and so that's really what, I mean, it just my heart swells because it's so exciting and we have so much pride for our, our women and we just want to be able to help them, you know, take the next step. If, I mean, the ladies that have been in our workshop, they're either currently in a career and they're looking to expand their skill set or they, you know, like I said, they're in college, they're college seniors and they're starting their career. Mm -hmm. And so we just want to be able to provide these tools to get them exposed to that And then, you know, they can take it from there. And so we're working on resources. Like I said, this is an introduction class. I and see. so we're working on resources where we can expand it and develop that more with, with Microsoft and help, you know, even potentially a conference with them. And so you guys don't work with uh, younger kids. Uh, so, so right now it's just like uh, seniors and uh, mm -hmm. okay. Because I, I think. We, yeah. So, Yeah, go ahead. Okay. And I was going to say, so it's currently it's been, um, we've marketed towards 16 and over. And if they're, you know, 16, 18, they would have to have an adult with them. And so at our last uh, San Diego class, we did have some younger girls and their mother came with them. And I find that it comes so naturally for them. And that's what's inspiring to me as well, because they're getting exposed to coding in, you know, in elementary school now, and it's just, it's amazing, yeah. and I love it, and so they were able to follow along fine, um, they, they did great, and so, yes, yeah, so it is, it's 16 and over with, uh, with an adult, Okay. but uh, most of our, yeah, most of our workshops are a little older, it's, it's really, it started out as being women that are thinking of a, a career transition, and, um, or, uh, you know, like I said, we've had ladies who, um, that are in the marketing world and all of a sudden, you know, the website updating the website is now their responsibility, which I kind of, after hearing that, I, I kind of laughed a little bit because I was like, yeah, I can relate to that. And I can see that <laughs> because, you know, marketing budgets are so lean. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, yeah. So, you know, taking our introdu introduction class helped them to better understand, you know, how to edit some code if they needed to, when they're updating the CMS system. So, It's just, it's been such a great journey because we learn so many different stories about these women and about where they are in their lives. And, you know, the, the ages have ranged from 18 to 55. Oh, wow. You know, been, to 55. That's yeah, amazing. Been, that, that takes courage. Mm -hmm. But that's yeah. great. That's no, amazing. It's, it's been, yeah, it's been great. And we've had women drive from Arizona oh, and wow. from San Francisco Um, at one of our first events in LA, we had someone flying from Washington, D.C., and it's just, it's, it's so fulfilling and so exciting, and, and I feel like we're only just beginning, and so we're at the stage where it's really just kind of breaking through, and um, lots of great things to share. 
That's amazing. So, um, what is your plan for expansion? I mean, I know we talk about you know maybe taking them uh, to different uh, cities, but how exactly do you go on about it? I mean, are you are you using your skills in digital marketing? Uh, and tell us mm-hmm. about, you know about your 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 personal background and you know what do you do in your day to day life? I mean, we saw that you're an expert in, in, <laughs> in digital and social media, yeah. and maybe we can learn a little bit about about that too. Yeah, sure. So all of all of our promotional efforts for Latina Geeks has been on digital, and so we use our Facebook and we use Instagram uh, primarily as getting the word out for everything that we've been doing. And um, like I said, Lala and I worked together, and we were both in social media at the time. And so uh, just going back a little bit in my career, so I started out, you know, I went through my graphic design program. I worked as a graphic designer. And then it was at the time where social media was booming, and this was around 2007. And that's where I started to shift my career into more broader marketing. So that would be email marketing and, uh, you know, managing various websites and using various CMS. It started with, I don't know if you're familiar with any kind of CMS systems like Drupal and Joomla and all of that. And, you know, and then it expanded to current days like WordPress and all that. And so I started to shift more towards social media and digital marketing. And so for most of my career, I've been doing um, a lot of content marketing, uh, email marketing and so forth and social media strategy. So uh, currently I'm heading digital marketing for a small agency and um, it just, it's, it's been a, a wild and, and fun ride. And I've had people tell me like, how did you pivot your career? And for me, it just came naturally because that's what I, I was doing social media on a personal level. And it was, I feel like it was just timing. And I feel like a lot of my opportunities in my life throughout my career have been uh, because of timing and because of, you know, networking. And that's why we tell a lot of our a lot of our ladies, like uh, younger ladies, that you know, networking is important because you never know who you're talking to. Yeah. And so, yeah. So a lot of a lot of my experience has been heavy on digital marketing, and it's just something that I love. I absolutely love. No, no. And um, this is one of the things that I think you touch an important point. You know, how to conduct yourself on um, on social media. Do you, I mean, mm-hmm. I know you work with brands, but do you work with some of your um, students or, or, or members at Latina Geeks on how to actually, uh, I don't know if I say diplomacy in social media, what are the pros and cons? Mm-hmm. How, because, I mean, it should be pretty obvious. Yeah. Some, I mean, we've seen cases, you know, people saying the wrong thing and then ruining a career or at least. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. So um, we have been able to... Um, We've been asked through organizations to speak to smaller, um, smaller groups and, and younger ladies. So for one example, we were at a Fullerton College, and this is like a nearby university over here in Orange County. Is, and then we were talking to girls that were transitioning from high school into college. And so, um, you know, we gave online branding tips and we were, I mean, this is very, Actually, now that I think about it, we should probably introduce this again because it was so <laughs> beneficial. And, and these younger girls, you know, they live like this is all that they know. And so we were helping them set up their LinkedIn page and and showing them and teaching them the, you know, the importance of, okay, what you're putting there it actually stays there. And so mm-hmm. it's important to know that. And, um, you know, as being on the hiring side is that for sure, whatever you do, like you are going to be, some, you're, someone's going to Google you and it's, it's without a doubt. And so you have to be very mindful about what you're putting out there and be very strategic. And especially, it, you know, so for me, it's marketing. So if you're in marketing or PR communications or anything like that is that you're going to be found. So to be very careful about what you put. And so that was really the focus of that that workshop. And thank you for the reminder because <laughs> now I can. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a really great one. We've had requests for, for resume reviews. And so in, in partnership of, you know, of, with Microsoft and what we our plans to do is that um, more than likely we'll have uh, that type of workshop too. No, because, I, I, you know, the objective is for hiring 
for Microsoft. And so we can help see, prepare yeah. these ladies even further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that yeah, yeah, because again, it's you know, as a father of a teenage girl, it's a constant reminder, oh, yeah. and, and and that's part of what uh, my startup uh, does. We do we also run a, um, a digital platform that's pretty robust and, and growing. So it, it's uh, oh, right. and and it's edgy. I gotta say. So if you guys visit, it's Clicka. So uh, you know, try uh -huh. not, we try not to offend anyone, but in this era. Uh, you know, we, we we try to police it as much as we can because you know oh. there's always people that complain about one thing or another, and and ours is more for, more um, entertainment value. But oh, okay. again, in, in this in this day, we have to be careful too now who uh, you know what the limits are, and again, we try to be edgy because that's what stands out, not you know corporate. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, but but exactly. we do recognize and we've been learning, you know, what what work, what doesn't work and, or, you know, what, what um, push do we need to, <laughs> what, what buttons do we need to push and which ones don't. So that's, oh, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How far to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we try to, <laughs> we, we also try to keep it semi, semi decent, but uh, again, you know, it, it, we, we aim to, to entertain and it's been working, so, but. Mm -hmm. Do you think you have any future Latina geeks and your your daughters? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, at least. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I would like them for, for both of them. One wants to be a designer and the other one is, is too young, but she's already taking coding classes uh, to design oh, video I games. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And she's all into oh, video games, amazing. so it's obviously what appeals to her. And I would love for her just to continue that. Even... Um, Oh, uh, fantastic. I mean, you know, for, for me, it's just one of those things that I tell her, look, I, I, it's one of the things, I don't care what you're going to be in life, but you have to learn how to code. You have to learn at least one or two coding languages. Why? Because it, it's, it's a language. It's like French, uh, Spanish. Oh, yeah. You have to have, you have to speak multiple languages. So it will never be in your detriment and you may use it one day, mm -hmm. one way or another. Oh, yes. I love it. Yeah. You know, there was a recent uh, study that I saw. It's, um, I think it's, you know, 25% of all tech related um, occupations were with women, but there were only 1% of Latinas. I, I saw and that. So that's, yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's what's really driving us is that, okay, we know this and we have to make a change. Yeah. And so that's really the driver for us. And we've talked about it here in the show. You know, there's uh, that statistic we 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 reference in a lot. But even in the entrepreneur oh. and startup world, the VC mm -hmm. funding for Latino startups it's point zero one percent. So it's okay. nothing. So it's even less than that. And we're like, why? Yeah. I mean, we could. You know, we're probably one of the most entrepreneurial. Um, by the way, we're entrepreneurial by by nature. I mean, just oh, leaving yeah, your country sure and just, you know, coming to a different country, that, that takes entrepreneurship. That's, uh, you know, taking on a trip Absolutely. into the unknown, um, you know, small and medium-sized businesses. But, again, mm -hmm. why, do, why do we receive nothing on VC funding? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a million-dollar right. question. So we're also trying to address. Yeah. And hopefully, I mean, hopefully there's a shift very soon. I yeah, well, we're well, all hoping for that. No, no, and you know, instead of Working hoping, it. exactly, that's what we do. You know, you know, we know it's not going to come from a power above. You know, we have to make it. You know, we make our own opportunities, and we 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 we, we it definitely has to come from us. So we're we're not that's waiting for it for just sure. to to all of a sudden concoct itself. So. <laughs> right. But it, it, uh, Tanya, let, let me just give a, a quick shout out to one of our sponsors, uh, CPA Dudes, where oh, accounting right. is never boring. Their, their, their price is not based on time and customers decide the value to them. They don't charge you for sending invoices, phone calls, email, text or meetings. They just get the damn job done. Find them at cpadudes.com slash startup radio. Um, yeah. Thank you, Tanya. But yeah. Uh, so another. Oh, sure. Um, what you know, you as a uh, you know as a Latina woman here. What are the challenges that you've seen in, in growing the organization, Latina Geeks, and also in your professional life? I mean, is there any barriers, anything that you've encountered? You say, well, maybe this doesn't happen to other either ethnicities or to uh, or, or to your male uh, counterparts. Mm -hmm. 
You know, thinking back, I can't say that it's been related to my ethnicity, to be very honest, uh, or really what I felt is because of my gender. And, and so that's, uh, that I've, I felt that challenge over my working career. And again, you know, for the time I didn't think, I, I don't think I mentioned this, but I owned my own business for five years. And so in the start of my career, I was able to call the shots and I was able to create something that I really, I was really um, excited about. And after that, you know, I ended up after some poor decisions and I just made the decision that I wanted to go back into the working world. And that's Mm -hmm. where I really felt the change. And so I, you know, to be honest, I don't know that I, I felt, like I said, I don't know if I felt it because I was Latina, but um, there was definitely a challenge and, um, there was one job in particular where, um, so it, where I live, it's it's Orange County, and so it's broken up into Southern, uh, South Orange County, and Northern Orange County, and so people that live here, they hear that and they already know the difference, okay? <laughs> and so, you know, South o- South OC is kind of like what you see on TV. It's I don't know the housewives of Orange County and so forth, and so, and you know. I like to say that we're a little more humble on this side. And so, you know, going back into working world and then going back to South OC to find jobs, um, I felt that, I don't know, that it was a little bit awkward if I can say that. But um, I feel like, especially with, with Latina Geeks, and so what we're pushing forward is to bring more of a spotlight to us, to Latinas, and so that no one else can feel an awkwardness or, you know, because of their gender as being women, that they're not getting the positions that, they're, that they want. And so what we're trying to do is we're helping women with develop their skills and push forward and really encourage a higher level of education. And so for me, like I, I said, I went into a program, I graduated, but at the time I just started working because I was helping my mom and I didn't finish my bachelor's, um, bachelor's degree. And so as, uh, as part of my, um, as part of my career, I felt, you know, I can't really get ahead. I can only get ahead so much. And so two and a half years ago, I decided to go back to school. And so I completed, I just completed my, um, degree. I graduated two weeks ago. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. And so it was interesting going back into school as an adult. I felt like I was more, you know, more alert and (laughs) wanted it more than when I was younger. But as a part of my journey, as a way to help, um, you know, remove any kind of barriers as a woman. And I, that's one of the things that I wanted to do. And so, you know, that's something that we encouraged our women to after our workshops we are building, you know, currently building out programs where we can encourage them to further expand their education because I really feel like that's that's the mm-hmm. tool to helping women in general get ahead and get what they get what they deserve. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and and on the part of entrepreneurship, I mean, we talk about the tech side. Um, mm-hmm. do, how do you guys foster that? Uh, you know, you look. Do, 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 you know, what kind of programs do you guys run, or do you have in mind? to in, not incentivize, but just, and also the word teaches, you know, you don't teach, you don't teach anyone to be an entrepreneur, but how do you push them <laughs> or how do you ins- actually inspire them to be an, a Latina empre- a, a, a entrepreneur? Right. So we currently don't have any ongoing programs for that. We were focused on the coding for now, but I think the way that we encourage is that most of our team members are very entrepreneurship, um, they're minded. And so our team, I guess just within our group, we're obviously very supportive. If, you know, if one person had done one thing, for example, I was helping set up one woman, like how to set up the basics of getting a DBA and just the introductory steps of how to build your business and how to get your, you know, your employee employee kind of number and so forth. And so one-on-one situations, we will definitely help. I, I'll, I'll sit with a woman and help her because, and then um, also because of my digital skills, I can 
you know, guide them into the right direction of like, okay, this is, this is how you set up your website. And I guess, you know, for us, since we're technical, it just comes a second nature. Yeah. Okay. You know, you go to, you go, you go get your domain, you get your hosting, but you'll be surprised that a lot of people don't know how to do that. No, of course and not. So, I mean, it's, it's not something that comes naturally. <laughs> yeah. I know. I yeah. mean, for me, it does. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. And so, yeah, so absolutely. I've done that before. I just, I sat with a woman and helped them. Okay. It's like, okay, you develop this website and you can, you can use this theme and, and so forth. And so we have done kind of um, what I feel are kind of like the basic setup steps yeah. in helping our women. And you know yeah. what? Nowadays with platforms like, um, uh, I don't know if I can, yeah, I can mention names like Wix, Weebly, uh, Squarespace. Oh, sure. I mean, there's n honestly, there's no excuse not to have your own website. I mean, you don't need to, you don't need to know how to code anymore. Uh, you know, it's just drag and drop mm -hmm. and build it and yeah. connect, you know, fill in the plug, at least just a, um, a basic, uh, we're not talking about SEO uh, or SME, just a basic uh, <laughs> yeah. digital presence. It, now anyone can do it and just put your credit card and done, you know, you can do it in probably in less than 10 minutes if you just want to have a mm -hmm. front page with, with your picture on it. But how do you take that to the masses and how do you teach, you know, how do you scale that model where, you know, sure. all these people, not only in, in, in California, you know, all, all throughout um, your, your digital followers find it and, and, and keep, um, you know, get, you know, take advantage of these programs. Right. Yeah. And I, I'm really firm believer too in, in, online certificates and, you know, certificates types of programs that are at local universities or, you know, just at um, community college level too, because I, one of the things too, is that I've, I've told people because they've asked like, how did you change your career essentially? And I mean, it's, it sounds funny to me because I don't think that I had changed it, but I guess I have is that I was very, I'm a very adamant learner. Like I love learning and I, I obviously think it's a necessity, especially with digital marketing, is that if there's a webinar online, I'm on it. If there is um, a certificate type of program, I know Google has so many free programs. There's so many free things and also programs that are at a low cost. I encourage people to take that because what what it can do to a future employer is show that you, um, you're determined, you're eager, you're hungry, you know, you're just, you're willing to do what it takes to learn and so I, I feel like it's a positive thing that you can do for yourself is um, just continue to learn and so that is one of the things that we have shared with our ladies and um, for example so Lala is teaching an uh, she's teaching an in-person marketing class and and this is in Los Angeles and it's a 10-week class and you know uh, once people are done with the program is that they get this online certificate and so we're finding ways it, through Latina Geeks and through our, our own our own time is to help um, you know empower people and and let them know that you can you can have a great life. <laughs> uh, no, can, absolutely, you know, I agree. You can and, decide and, you know, what you want and you can make that shift yourself. And more in the tech world, you know, less and less. You know, it's it's you know uh, a degree is getting less important. It's more you know what what's your mm -hmm. portfolio? What can you do? What can you code? Then where do you come yeah. from? Uh, you know, what's your degree in? I mean, no, it shows what you can mm -hmm. do. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, and I agree yeah. also, you know, I, again, this is a topic that we talk with other guests in the show, like how, you know, maybe disrupting the model. Um, the education, oh, I sure, think, yeah. is one of the industries or places where, you know, it needs a complete overhaul because we've been tra teaching in the traditional model for maybe hundreds of years and, you know, very little has changed. But now, you know, mm -hmm. our world has moved on. So maybe maybe that model doesn't work anymore. You know, going to college, getting a degree, unless you want to be a doctor, attorney, you know, a, 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 one of those professional, <laughs> very linear careers. Other that, mm -hmm. Otherwise, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a proponent to, to, to doing something else, completely disruptive and new. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And so I've, you know, people have asked me since, okay, since you've, you've graduated do you want to go forward? And I, you know, I just really feel like I, it was something that I did for myself and so I can feel a sense of achievement. And again, because I don't like people telling me that I can't do something or I found that I wasn't, um, 
for whatever reason, I, you know, through the application process, I wasn't able to check a box. And so I was disqualified. And I thought, you know what? Nope, that's never going to happen again. And so I, you know, and I thought, I'm like, no, I, for my type of career, I really, I don't feel the need that I have to go any further in my education, but I am a constant learner. And I just, like I said, I, I've joked because I'm kind of like a, a webinar hoarder because, you know, you always get yeah. like a free PDF or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like you're like, you can rewatch it whenever you feel like, and I'm like, okay, like for me, that's valuable because I feel like I have a, a really advanced um, um, knowledge of my field of what I'm doing currently, but I feel like you can always learn something or you can be reminded of something. And it's like, okay, for me, that's valuable. No, absolutely, and you know, definitely need to talk to you after the show because you know we, yeah, you know, we're uh, I, like I told you, our, our startup works in, in the digital space, um, and you oh, know, wonderful. I'm sure we can learn a lot from you and and share our experiences. I mean, we, we've had some big wins. You know, we've learned. You know, obviously by our mistakes as well. Since you know we're bootstrapping oh, sure. the startup. You know, we're you know. Uh, just like many Latino startups, just trying to try to get to the next phase and keep. But luckily for us, we keep growing, so it's uh, it'll be exciting awesome. to share this with you. Love yeah, and and again, all uh, all we want to do is also uh, be successful to inspire other people, other Latinos to come on and say like, hey, if, if these guys did it, why can't I? I mean, they have two hands, two set for of sure. eyes, and two, two yeah. So uh, why not? I mean, we're nothing special, honestly. <laughs> Despite of the fact uh, my mom says, no, we're not special. <laughs> I know. I'm sure you're killing it. You should be very proud. Thank you. Yeah. We want to make our people proud. Um, and uh, Tanya, let, let me just give the, the final shout out to another one. I'm talking about technology, pork bun domains, websites, and internet commerce for the rest of us. Don't be a goddamn pig. Porkbun, where you can get your website domain names for your business or personal brand with the lowest prices and amazing free services. But, you know, you everybody has heard of .com, .net, or .org, but do you know you can get a domain name that matches what your startup does? If you're a design entrepreneur like you, Tanya, you could get a .design domain name. Use your imagination and contact them at porkbun.com slash startup radio. Well, Tanya, we got about a uh, little bit over uh, under 10 minutes, but yeah, just you want to share anything, um, you know, what, what's what's the next step for Latina Geeks and what's the next step for, for Tanya? Sure. So as far as Latina Geeks, we um, would like to encourage everyone to follow us on Facebook because we do share a lot of our special announcements and we do have some announcements that, like, as I mentioned, we're going to share pretty soon, but it involves a broader... Um, a broader conference to where we can have more than 50 women at a time um, as attendees and share a much broader message. And we're going to continue to help women get further in their careers and provide them with the tools um, that they need and hopefully put them in positions where they can get hired and if that's their goal. And so we're going to continue forward with that. We are going to expand, so we are going to San Francisco later this year and then um, follow up back in January, and we will uh, share our um, our map, how we mapped it out um, as far as traveling throughout the U.S. And so we're very excited for all of our community. Um, we're very proud. I mean, we tell the, our, all of our attendees, we're so proud for taking the step to wanting to learn and to um you know, to better themselves. And so for us, that's the fulfilling part. And so, yeah, if anyone out there is interested in becoming a team leader for their city, I mean, please connect with us. Um, you can reach me at Tanya, so it's T-A-N-Y-A at latinageeks.com, or you can find us online and shoot us a message. And we just, we really would like to just broaden our reach and find more Latina geeks out there. And we like to say that, you know, it's anything that you're geeky about, whether it's, um, you know, financial or um, anything that makes your heart just swell with pride, that you are a Latina geek. And so we want to reach more of our ladies out there. That's awesome. And, and the handle is at Latina Geeks or latinageeks.com, your website. Just, yes, just... Yep, it's latinageeks.com. Okay, excellent. And, and you personally, do, do you have any goals in mind, not, not only for Latina geeks, but for for you on the personal note 
Yeah, on the personal note, I just, I, you know, I'm putting a lot of my time, I'm devoting it to Latina geeks. And for me, for my career, I just, I love, I absolutely love what I do. I love digital marketing, so I'm just going to continue in the field and we'll see how that expands. I've, because of uh, different roles that I've had, I've been able to touch different, like I said, different parts of digital marketing. I was introduced to e-commerce and I was like, wow, okay, I really, I like this. I enjoy it. I think that's part of my um, personality where I like to learn new things. And so I'm just going to see where everything goes. Well, that's awesome. And you know what? Maybe, I don't, I don't know. I'll be in Orange County actually next week, early next week. So, oh, so cool. yeah, yeah. So if, if you guys are around, we'll love to meet up. Uh, I'll um, I'll follow up uh, after the show. Okay. And I think yeah, Monday Monday through Wednesday, I'm in, in 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 the LA area in Orange County. So hopefully, you know, get to meet and you know t talk about uh, how can we expand Latina Geeks. What can we uh, use in our in, in our tools uh, in our contact list just to to to, to help out the organization. Who will you know. Absolutely, will be thrilled to do that. And I'm really sad, you know, I forgot to mention my, my co-host, Claudia Carnes, couldn't be here today. She's in training, but uh, it would have been great for for her to um, to meet you as well. But, oh, you know, yeah. we will have, hopefully we have that opportunity to meet you in person. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I would love that. She'll be completely all over this. And, and she'll be, she's one of the greatest resources here in, in the Portland area to connect people and businesses with the, you know, not only with the community, but oh, the business, fantastic. government. She just knows about everyone here. Well, it, that's uh, pretty much for now. Tanya, thank you so much for coming uh, into the show. Thanks for taking the time. Love what you guys are doing. And hopefully, again, we can meet next week. I would love to just learn more about the, the organization. And, uh, well, okay. thanks again. Congratulations on all the success. Yeah. Thank you so much, and thank you again for having me. It's been, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun. Well, coming up next here on Startup Radio Network is The Out Entrepreneur with host Rhodes Perry. Rhodes talks to LGBTQ entrepreneurs and, and, and founders from around the world. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Friday, everyone. Thank you, Tanya. Enjoy the sun. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Latino Founder Hour podcast with your hosts, Edgar Navas, founder of Clica, and Claudia Cardenas. El programa Latino Founder Hour es grabado en las instalaciones de NetSpace en el estudio Bigfoot Podcast en la hermosa ciudad de Portland. Our audio engineer, mixer, and podcast editor is Alain Beausoleil. Diseñador de logo, Carolyn Main. Our network logo was designed by Jessica Chan. Diseñador de sitio web, Cameron Grimes. Our production assistant is Chelsea Lancaster. Tema de música, Funning and Sunning, de Kevin McLeod. Cree en ti mismo, sueña en grande y confía en el universo, de Marta Leticia y Silvia Romero.